Lifelines and suicide crimes He found me in his day Grandma person hitched a ride with a Mrs. Jesus How you been? I've been cruising a good invention But in some ways I don't think it, it gets any easier to the inaugural episode of The Witching Hour. I um, did what I apparently always do and glitched out all the tech right before I wanted to go online. But <laughs> it's rebooted. We're here. Thanks for your patience. Um, it's been kind of an intense, energetic couple of days, but I feel like this week is going to be a little bit better. I hope it's actually recording this. I never really know 
uh, when I intro on my own if, uh, if it's just going to be lost in the ether or if uh, it's actually laying down the track. But producer Mark says we're good. All right. You sure? Okay. Cool. Well, hopefully I don't, you know, glitch out. Just trying to get your guests to connect. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, apparently having some connection issues. I don't know. Anyway, um, I guess it's a phenomena. I always called it glitching, but I, Rico told me it's called like a slide. They're called sliders. People who kind of suck energy from things. Uh, it stands for streetlight phenomena. People who were walking under streetlights and they were blinking and changing energies. Anyway, um, let's see. Let's see. Tonight, for the inaugural episode, we are going to speak to one of my absolute favorite witches um, and people to do magic with and just be around. I would pretty much follow Tanya anywhere. And uh, she's got a lot of things going on. And I don't know. She's a medicine woman. She's a, she's a Reiki healer. She's a doula. She's so many things. Um well, let's just let's just get her on and see what's going. Yeah, hi. What's going on with her? Can you hear me? How are you? Awesome. <laughs> hi. Oh, I'm really I good. Miss you too. I um, it does, it feels like it was you. forever ago, but it was just like a couple of weeks ago that we were making magic. Yeah. It's weird how fast time passes and how slowly too cuz I just I find myself <laughs> kind of projecting back there on the daily um <laughs> and just trying to trying to keep that uh vivid memory alive of those couple days at desert days it's always amazing um but you've been up to all kinds of things in the past what's it been 2 weeks um, um tell us a little bit about well... what you're up to right now i'm getting ready to teach a weekend course uh it's a shamanic reiki training and so all of my focus is going into that and i'm just spending a lot of time being a hermit but i'm more more of a social hermit i have my my friend anna here with me who is also a a nomad and a hermit hi (laughs) hi anna so what you're telling me is the witching hour just she's amazing. Uh, right now. She's a, a magic woman and a poet. And we met back in summer at Spirit Weavers in Oregon. Yeah, um, I made vegan pasola for the first soft. time. So delicious, so delicious. I'm kind of jealous. I saw Anna eating it in your story, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I could really go for that because, well, here's the thing. I, I actually DM'd Adam last week, and I was like, can you tell me what you put in that soup that day? And he's like, oh, man, you don't even know what you're asking of me. I have no short-term memory at all. Like, it could – some jackfruit, some – it was all kinds of stuff. Anyway, he couldn't remember, and I was like, yeah. next time you're going to make soup, can you write that shit down, please? Yeah, so I want your recipe too, because like I saw her eat. It's really it easy. Like, it's just pozole, like but instead of uh, animal friends, you sub for mushrooms. Um, mushrooms mushroom from the Chinese market. 
I don't know. I don't know what they're called. The bag just says black fungus. Right on. Black fungus. All right. I like it. I like it. Um, tell me a little bit, because I haven't even had a chance to talk to you since all of this oh, going so the on. Beautiful. But yeah, I'm in a band, noise. and I didn't know it until <laughs> until <laughs> that I was in a band. <laughs> Which is usually how things go when when Adam and I uh, co-create together. We'll talk about it and, you know, we actually do the things that we talk about. Um, But The Beautiful Noise is like the the musical side of Mystic Bazaar a little bit where it's pretty much the same idea of friends that are healers that travel together. Um, But this time we're making music and it's music that... Uh, combines medicine songs and kirtan and mantras uh, and just like free style, free flow. Uh, and it's definitely been a new experience for me, a little bit, definitely out of my comfort zone, but really fun. And he's really, him and his partner Luz are really excited, really passionate about it. And all of that excitement makes me excited about collaborating and co-creating with them yeah I can't wait to see um to see where that takes you guys you're such a such an insanely amazing group of people um but tell the listeners and the live listeners that are you know tuning in a little bit about your creation of Mystic Bazaar, your intention. Um, yeah, just, just um, tell Mystic us Bazaar is my child that was birthed three years ago, back in 2015, um, before Mystic Bazaar had been curating art shows. And when I, I lived in New York for a year, and that's when I, I first had an event that I feel would be the inspiration for what Mystic Bazaar is now, um, which is basically a collective and a platform for healing music, ritual, and art. And it was just an idea that I had. I wanted community. I wanted to go to events that were a little bit more conscious, where alcohol or drugs weren't necessarily involved. So I just thought I would do an event and started inviting all my magical friends and artist friends and had an amazing time with the first event, had a really great response and people were asking, when are you doing the next one? So it's been three years and I've been doing um, a few, like I'll do like a few big events that are all day events. like once or twice a year and then smaller events and gatherings around the new moon or for the full moon. And yeah, it's, it's been fun. The community has been growing. Uh, I've been able to meet lots of amazing individuals as I've been traveling. I've also been inviting people that are not necessarily, uh, from my hometown in LA, California. So that's been, that's been exciting. And Desert Days uh, invited festival invited us to do to set up a healing village and workshop area for them. So we've been doing that for three years as well, and that's another really beautiful co-creation that has been growing and changing and evolving every year. And you were there for the last one. I I thought it it went pretty well. 
Uh, we had an amazing array of mystics that were sharing all kinds of different classes and workshops. And yeah, good stuff. It's it's really amazing. Um, before before I went to Desert Days with you um, two years ago, I was pretty much I had kind of come into my spiritual knowing and come into my witchcraft um, alone, and I had been very very solitary. Um, a music festival type of situation was kind of way out of my comfort zone too. Um, I'm going to get emotional talking about it. The way Mystic Bazaar opened me up, the magic you brought, uh, the medicine that you brought with the cacao for the first time that I had ever uh, kind of experienced a communal ceremony like that was completely life-changing. And I just want to say thanks for that. And the other uh, Mystic Bazaar, I I came to Gnosis, and that was a smaller event, but I mean... (laughs) It was, it was like microdosing desert days. It was so cool. I, I met so many people just in a few uh, compacted little hours there that uh, continue to just uh, blow my mind every day with their, with their art and their magic. Uh, the Bastet group, all of those girls. Oh, my gosh. It was such an experience. And uh, I know from this last desert days, people were telling me, they were, they were telling me, like, I, I come here. Yeah, I used to come here for the music, but now I come here for Mystic Bazaar, and I really just want to be around the energy of Madre Jaguar. Tell us about how you uh, got your yeah, name, Madre Jaguar. So you- Madre Jaguar, which means Jaguar Mother, is a name that was given to me by the plant kingdom. So I've been working with plant medicines, and being a carrier of different medicines and during a ceremony last year I just heard the the name Madre Jaguar and I just heard you are Madre Jaguar and I was like okay that's cool Uh, and then I just saw like a vision of myself uh, my face just shape-shifting into a jaguar and then after that I had the opportunity to go to the jungle and do a uh, diet with medicinal plants and during one of my ceremonies, I met uh, I met the jaguar, and in my vision, I saw the jaguar giving birth, uh, which was a really powerful vision for me because one thing of jaguars is being these um, hunters, and maybe maybe even a little scary. Um, I have a friend who who actually had a really hard time when I changed my name because she said to me, "Well, jaguars are predators, and I don't see you as a predator." But to me, in that vision, when the jaguar when the jaguar was giving birth, she was showing me how vulnerable she can be, and she I felt really blessed that she was allowing me to to witness that aspect of herself, not as a predator, but more as a as a mother, as one that um, that creates and one that can be vulnerable. And in you know in the medicine tradition, jaguars are actually the protectors of the plants and the medicine. So, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I love that so much, and I love that. I mean, that you know both sides, and and kind of the deeper, truer, earthbound nature of jaguar, but also the spiritual jaguar. Like, I that's that's so cool to me. Um, 
Tell me more. Tell me more. Um, go, go deeper well, into your would journey. Would you like to know? Can I sidebar to just say that I ran into a, a handful of folks who had just come back from Desert Days in Joshua Tree. Um, I was in Joshua Tree. I just performed a few poetry shows in Los Angeles, joined Jaguar for a new moon ceremony here in Los Angeles. And then I was on my way to Phoenix for a poetry uh, show. And uh, some folks had just come from this, from uh, Desert Days. And they said, oh, you write and read poetry. You should join Mystic Mystic. <laughs> <laughs> you, you should. <laughs> It's such a unique magic, um, Tanya's power to call people to her. It's she's a super well, magnet. The she's story a super with Anna magnet. is that I I found her on Instagram a while ago, and I really resonated with her work and what with the yeah with what she was doing in in Portland, Oregon, and I added her on Instagram and just made a mental note of like I want to meet this person and I want to I want to do stuff with her and I want to go to Portland and meet her uh, and I I've, I haven't made it to Portland yet because something always happens but we ended up connecting at Spirit Weavers in the most magical synchronistic way and actually a lot of the people that are you know that are part of Mystic Bazaar I feel like we've connected in the same way where um, all of the people that I invite are people that inspire me and that I know will inspire others. And I always say that we are all part of the web. We're all part of the network. And it's just a matter of time before we we meet and we find each other. Mm-hmm. And what you were saying with you being a solitary witch and, you know, and that being kind of your practice, um, but feeling a little bit isolated, I felt the same way. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I wanted community and I wasn't, I didn't see what I wanted out there yet. So I decided to create it. And, you know, it was just an idea that I had one day. And it's, to me, it's really humbling and really amazing to see how this idea has evolved and has become its own, um, it's, Mystic Bazaar, it's like its own individual consciousness. It's like this being that is now, calling all of us to to co-create and to build things together and to change the world into what we want so yeah that's amazing it's 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 seriously such a special energy um i remember yeah your handle before was galactic shaman right speaking of just instagram magic and the web's ability to pull energies and like-minded people towards us um for me I don't I don't know I don't know where I would be without Instagram's mode of expression I don't think I would be uh, a who I am or, or capable of expressing things did you feel kind of the same way when you started reaching out to people or were they all people um. in your physical proxy no, I started, I've, I've met some people through Instagram, and actually Instagram, I feel, has been the social media platform that I have most resonated with for the fact that I've been able to build and connect with community through it. There's something about it where I feel like, for me, when I post on Instagram, I'm just sharing 
parts of myself or parts of my daily life, uh, part of my flow. And it's been really sweet to find people that resonate with who I am and with what I'm doing. And at the same time, I've resonated with, with people and the work that they're doing. And like I said, people that inspire me. Um, and yeah, I've met, I met, I think I met Mark through Instagram before I ever met you or knew about you. And I think after you and I connected and you were talking about your, uh, your husband, I, I realized that it was someone that I was already following. And I feel like that, that happens a lot on Instagram where you meet, you know, you find people and, and then you realize, oh, I was already following you on Instagram. Right. We have our code names too. So it's, it's always a little oh, mysterious. Um, that's she's, crazy. Uh, in her nineties and she, uh, made this beautiful piece of art that's hanging in my house that says technology in the modern age, uh, teaches us what we should have learned from our faith. And I think what that was saying was the world is actually really small, super interconnected. <laughs> like it's you know, it's only a matter of time that technology will prove that we're totally all in this together and yeah, quite close proximity. Oh man, that just sent like I have chills all over my hair on my arms. They're completely standing up at that because that's been my experience. And pretty much everyone that means so much to me in my life has come through various forms uh -huh. of social media. I met Mark on MySpace. Um, that was such an interesting creative on your top eight at that time <laughs> in my life. And uh, <laughs> you know, it, you know it. Remember back when you could just be like. Yeah. The moody song, the moody emo <laughs> song of the week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we just connected on such a crazy level. Um, but but there, there's this mysterious magic to the current technology right now. It's, it's a beautiful thing, and it's getting seemingly way more powerful to me lately. Um, have you experienced any, like, super powerful well, phenomena I through the internet or through social media lately? is at an all-time high, and I feel that it's because of social media. For example, I can feel when people are messaging me on Instagram before I get a, notif a notification. It's like I catch their energy trail, and then there it is, a message from them. And I it's i mean in it's a digital portal we're we're putting information out we're receiving information uh we are connecting to it on an energetic level too you know i'm tr i'm i'm just like tripping out right now and how um yeah i mean it's a tool for energy to travel for example edgar who creates all of these digital spells with the things that he's posting, the art that he's posting. I know that those are transmissions that he's sending out to all of us and we feel them and we're picking them up and we receive them. And I've been doing the same thing sometimes with my story. I don't know if you've seen that I do um, like once a week I'll do a transmission and I just post like pictures of uh, animals or insects or flowers or whatever uh, whatever energy I'm, is coming through me at the time. And it's, you know, it's, it's a way to share 
medicine and healing and it really is a tool that can be utilized for so much good goodness you know I love I love your transmissions and um actually I think we met yeah I think through Edgar right yeah, yeah, okay. I, I thought so. But you knew Mark from before. That's so crazy. Yeah, Edgar has powerful, powerful magic. I definitely feel his spells. They resonate with me. Uh, sometimes I dream in Edgar's uh, voice when he is uh, ritually commanding. Like, that's like the voice that like I wish I could <laughs> kind of address goddess in the way he takes it up like that. Um, how did your guys's uh, so Wayne ritual. I to go at the Standard Hotel last, in downtown it LA. Ago, right? It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, he Edgar has a beautiful way of holding space and really shifting the vibration of a room. And this particular ritual was focused for all the beings that are in between. So he talked about people that are incarcerated, people that are not allowed or able to express themselves or show themselves for who they are uh queer people uh refugees it was uh yeah it was really beautiful that he honored those beings and that he brought them into our awareness and that we were able to you know to send love uh to all those people that sometimes tend to slip in between the cracks you know Including us, because we, we are people that are, you know, we're not really walking a conventional path. Mm -hmm. We are really living between two worlds. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. Um, gets me emotional just thinking about it, honestly. <laughs> I'm kind of, I get, um, every time I talk to you, I tend to get, <laughs> I don't want to say my heart chakra is exploding, but basically that's what's happening um tell us tell us what's coming up next for you um where you're taking your energy next so and, uh, what's and what next you're for me is i'm giving myself a break this winter um i've been pretty much traveling for the past two years and doing a lot of beautiful work um, teaching and holding space for people and ceremonies and curating events. And um, I woke up one day earlier this year, which is this really strong urge to go to Guatemala. So I bought myself a one-way ticket and I'll be leaving on November, uh, mid-November. And so I'm going to be recharging, resetting, and yeah, just planning for the year ahead I, I one of the next big projects that are kind of incubating right now is um, some of the mystics um, and myself will be facilitating a retreat at the beginning of the year in Mexico uh, for people that are wanting to tune in to themselves uh, participate in, in ritual and ceremonial work um, plant medicine, yoga, meditation, uh, songwriting, uh, energy healing, and tuning into the four elements, five elements, counting spirits. So 
there's that, and I've already started getting the download to begin prepping for the next Mystic Bazaar, which will be happening around the spring equinox. And so last year we had Gnosis, which was based on the archetype of the High Priestess, and the next one will be based on the on the Empress. So we're thinking um, spring equinox celebration and ritual outdoors in nature, really connecting to the divine feminine and goddess energy. And um, yeah, really excited to see how that comes together. (laughs) I'm totally feeling your pomegranate energy on that empress. Like I instantly saw just pomegranate uh, and really feeling that um do you have your ukulele near you do you want to sing us a medicine song or would anna like to give us some poetry i don't have my ukulele but i can go find my rattle and maybe anna wants to read a poem that would be so cool (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right hold on let us us get ready All right, take your time. Just just let me know uh, when you're ready to take it away. <laughs> I love that you guys are just like ready I up mean, to an I, impromptu I challenge just, like that. Um, you witches. Right, right. Well, since since we were just talking about Lay it on us. Um, transition and um, space being held for the transition, um, I might recite a poem called On Transition. Jaguar just went to get her rattle. It's so funny that you mentioned the the pomegranate. My little sister uh, gave me a pomegranate the other day, and um, and then I was looking. I just visited the town of Bisbee, Arizona, which is beautiful and amazing, and definitely on my list of should I live here question mark spots, and. The this little house I was looking at had a pomegranate tree outside, so maybe. <laughs> you see the sign of the pomegranate too. The sign of the pomegranate is upon us. It's it's Empress time. <laughs> do your poem. What shall I do that first, or would you like to play along with? Let's see. Jam, jam out, you guys. Do it. <laughs> this poem is about Crater Lake, which is in Oregon. And it's a very special place because um, it's a place where a very large mountain, used to be a volcano, became a very, very big and deep lake. It's called On Transition. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, it's light work to see the lake. You'd have to be a real stiff not to nod to what's plain as day. But wait. Slow the whip of your neck. Slow the blink of your elephant lash. Slow. Grow from your shallow breath. Watch a cloud pass. Count how many more clouds offer their recital. 
let your shoulder blades decide what this means. And then, can you see that matron Mazama? 12,000 feet of rock and moody sulfur, she held a wonder in her own right until the day even her own fickle heart knew and boom. Guts everywhere. With honest ferocity, she bled, spit, boiled, puked, sucked her breath in like hope. Caldera caved in like womb after birth. What honest matter should be damned? Blue. Royal. The last color absorbed by darkness, a lake in a crater. 12,000 feet. So <laughs> very gentle while old man hemlock bobs in 2,000 feet of scale's perfect reflection. We must ask, we must ask, what honest matter should be damned? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I turned the poem a little inside out there for a minute, but... <laughs> I'm impressed. You just hit all of that from memory. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Keep going, keep going, guys. Hmm. Is this a radio station? <laughs> Thanks for bringing me in. <laughs> hmm. What do you think? You're up. Give us one more, and we'll and we'll fade. We'll we fade you guys out. Sound transmission. Give us a spell. Hmm. <clears throat> Open up your mind. Open up your mind. Open up. Oh.
You guys, I love you. I love you. Follow them. Follow Tanya Madre underscore Jaguar. Also at Mystic underscore Bazaar. And Anna's handle is This Is Feminist Art. Thanks so much. <laughs>